Hey everyone, welcome to the final episode of our weekly show, Workspace Recap. We've been doing this for three years, every single week, and have not missed a single one. Yeah. It's approximately 156 weeks in a row, not counting our live and special episodes. It takes me around six hours, uh, start to finish, to produce an episode each week. So you do the math, and it's starting to take its toll. Uh, together with Steve, we decided to take a break and take the next few weeks to relax and reflect. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a run. I mean, this is one of the longest things I've ever done in my entire life, you know, consistently for this this long. I think that you know I have had one one job that lasted three years, and that was about it. Um, so yeah, to, yeah, that this was uh, quite a surprise, and like kind of how things started. Um, you know, it just just kind of came about through. You know, uh, like many of you know, I mean, Jesse and I never really met, and we've been doing this for three years up until very recently. So um, it's been uh, it's been quite a run. It's been amazing. I've had a great time, and uh, you know, who knows what will happen next? We'll see what happens. But yeah, definitely need to change things up. Uh, things you know, you know, it's just kind of been you know, kind of done with the current format that we kind of we kind of have, and we'll see what happens next. And if we do something uh, something else together or not, you know, who knows? But uh, it's been great so far. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a lot to do the same thing every single week yeah. for three years, and it's it's my wife's like I want my nights back, <laughs> you know. Uh, and look, I I won't say that this is the the end of uh, the show from us. Right. Uh, it's just the end of this exactly. iteration. Yeah. You know, we started yeah. we started the show during during the pandemic as a response yeah. to the fact that Google was rolling out updates at a frenetic pace, trying to keep up. Yeah with all of the changes that were happening, trying to catch up with Zoom, trying to just be, you know, be what we needed them to be and what they really should have been doing for the several years before that, and for whatever reason had stagnated on Workspace and, you know, playing catch up. Um, and while the updates continue coming, it's not as critical anymore to stay this up to date. And I think that's something where the format yeah, no, may change a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely talked about a few ideas we have and, you know, how we might be able to change things up and, you know, make it a little bit maybe less infrequent, a little bit more interactively, a little more dynamic, those kind of things. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe free up ideas. some room for some yeah. more guests and stuff. Exactly. And, you know, make yeah. it more conversational. It's starting to feel scripted yeah. and we we set out doing this not scripted. Like right. the the script is the yeah. show notes, but yeah. now it's it's just the right. show notes and you know, it's talking yeah, to some folks right. and whatnot and exactly. yeah. you gotta you gotta gotta liven it up, gotta put some new exactly. blood and some new juice some into it. So I mean look here and there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, we've so. had fifty thousand listens of this show in three years. That's a big fucking number part of my for, French for, but for, yeah, for, for, such a for what we've done thing we do. yeah it's been for yeah. exactly so we we appreciate all of you um we're gonna have to figure out what fresh update new looks like here um honestly i want to hear from all of you you know reach out how can we do this better for you how can we build this so that we grow more faster a different iteration something else more of the same like is this working isn't it working you know the the there's the creator space is incredible i'm deep in the creator space and i have a lot of contacts in the space and it's wonderful and there's no better time to be a creator now other than maybe very early youtube days i'm looking at you mkbhd and uh and, and casey neistat and and whatnot um I'd love to do more stuff like that. You know, I've got a lot of reviews that I haven't had time to edit yet. I'm doing consulting full time starting in the beginning of the year. So that's also going to take more time and change my schedule. So, you know, reach out. 
let us know what you'd like to see from us and how we can, you know, create better resources for, for folks like you out there. Yeah. That being said, we still have a show to do. We do. We do. And uh, one more, once more onto the breach. They continue to roll out <laughs> a pretty good amount of updates here, although the categories of these are maybe not as uh, as solid as I, was, as I would uh, expect, though, for the, within the main workspace uh, audience. But nonetheless, we do have uh, eight that came out this week and then a couple in the end of week uh, recap post. We have 10 for you in total. And then uh, really not, you know, the little, little small little minor news update here about message bubbles. Uh, uh, rollout roll being stalled, which uh, we, we got that update there from Christian. Thank you very much. Uh, so we'll run through those headlines and uh, take you to basically the, uh, yeah, the, the last updates here of the, the uh, Workspace Recap post as we all know it in its current format. So first we have that uh, you know, the admins have, have started uh, being uh, notified about two-step verification being enforced. And you know this is uh, obviously a, a very uh, positive uh, update here, something that really should have been uh, in place from day one. But nonetheless, uh, that is rolling out now. So if you are an admin, you'll start seeing those notifications in uh, in various different ways. Uh, next, the dynamic group limit has increased to 500 uh, users and members. And then as we go into our main updates, we have that the Meet add-on SDK is available in developer preview now. Uh, the Hubley camera is going to bring continuous framing to Google Meet Series 1 room kits. Uh, next, you can now record and share your name uh, pronunciation across Google Workspace products. Interesting one there. Uh, next, you can easily, it's easy to access people, documents, building blocks, and more in Google Docs. Uh, there is now uh, ex excuse assignments in Google Classroom. It's an interesting uh, little title there. <laughs> It's like, you know, here, I read that as excuse. I, ex excuse. I always I know, excuses excuse. for my assignments. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, students now can give you an excuse as to why they didn't finish their excuse. Oh, my, you know, my dog ate the homework. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Google ate my homework. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Google deleted my files. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Introducing, uh, next one is introducing interactive uh, questions for YouTube videos in Google Classroom. Uh, next, we're going to Google Chat one here in the introduction introduction of the Bitbucket app for Google Chat. And then finally, uh, there is a profile discovery setting here to uh, allow users to display basic information only in search results. Uh, and that is something that's available in an open in beta, open beta. And, uh, and then, as we said uh, before uh, in the news here, we have that uh, the update here that message bubbles uh, has uh, stalled the rollout. So we'll talk a, little, a bit about that. Uh, so those are the updates we have for you this week. Uh, first one there, as I said, uh, those admins uh, are going to start seeing the notifications that you have to enable two-step verification. So this is, uh, you know, as I really already started rolling out, I started seeing this uh, quite some time ago. So that uh, you'll start to you know see that across all your admins. So there is a uh, kind of a, a period here where there's 30 days prior to enforcement in your domain. So super admins will start to receive various emails and in-app notifications informing them of the forthcoming enforcement and encouraging them to verify their admins to some verification status. And then once the enforcement goes into effect, all admins will receive email and in-app notifications upon signing in to the accounts. Uh, for the next 30 days. And if they, if they do not enable two-step verification in place, they will be locked out and they will need to follow certain steps to recover in an administrative account. So 
as they should do be. not want to run into that situation <laughs> because um trying to recover your administrative account which you know super admin account is not it's not going to take a it's not going to take a short amount of time if you don't have a, a reseller uh because nope. uh you know it's it's it takes long enough right now if you have you know an admin account which you forgot the password to and have to recover it uh, I, I don't imagine this is going to be a much quicker process so uh there is there are some details here though about how that enforcement uh, is applied based on how many super admins you have. It does say, you know, if, you're, if your company has three or more super admins uh, or more than 500 users, you can't use a secondary username for account recovery. That's kind of disabled. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's some things to be aware of here. So this is a very important update here for admins. So please make sure you, um, you know, look into this a little bit more, uh, for, a little further here and, and make sure that you have a couple of your super admins at least with this enabled. If you know, if you don't, I don't, really don't know why you're listening to this podcast because uh, you really, you really <laughs> should have that done already. It's probably most. Have of the we people, taught you nothing? Right. It's probably most of the people that are not listening to this <laughs> right now are going to be affected the most. So, uh, yeah, might might be worth uh, maybe posting this to some of the more public forums where non uh, non listeners are at. Um, uh, next. Uh, so we have that update to dynamic groups where uh, the limit is being increased to 500. So that um, increases from 100 to 500. So 5x increase here, which is which is pretty good. Uh, so those will be um, rolling out. Those up to that uh, this update here, here will be rolling out uh, now to rep release and schedule release domains on a gradual rollout pace up to 15 days for visibility, and uh, you know available to pretty much. Um, uh, just those, well, to just those select uh, SKUs that have access to dynamic groups. So that is Enterprise Standard, Enterprise Plus, uh, Education Standard, Education Plus, Enter Enterprise Essentials Plus, Cloud Dynamic Premium, and then uh, I think, and also Frontline Standard. So those are just certain SKUs that are going to have access to that dynamic group uh, limit increase. Uh, I think it's yeah. an important update as well as they move. Uh, I wouldn't say away from using org units to manage settings, but added the ability for security groups to manage a lot of these settings. Yeah. Doing dynamic groups with security groups is going to make that uh, much more yeah. powerful. Yeah. And uh, I imagine certain larger organizations are going to need that in limit mean, to be higher. Not even larger. I mean, just like, yeah, I can't imagine it being set to 100 for this long. I mean, that's, that's such a yeah. small number of members if you're really looking at what this could be used for in larger orgs. It's just, yeah. Yep. So it just, it, 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 there just must be, you know, a pretty substantial amount of resources needed to, uh, to uh, kind of constantly monitor for that. That's probably why it was. Yeah, for sure. Initially. It does. It does say in the support article that you can create up to 500 dynamic groups to request an increase to this limit, contact uh, support with the limit number that you want you and the use case or reason for the request. Uh, goes on to say that they consider requests on a case-by-case -case basis, uh, file the request, go to Google Workspace support. Oh yeah, that's, you know, that's good. That's a good um, call out there. So I think I got that uh, wrong when I was describing it. It is not the number of members in the dynamic group, it is the number of dynamic groups you're gonna have in your organization, yep. which is Total groups, moving from 100, 100 to 500, right? Yeah, not the members of the dynamic group. That's what that is. So yeah, a little cor right. slight correction there to what I was saying earlier. Thanks for that. All right, uh, moving on to our main updates we have here for the week. Uh, first one is the Meet Add-on SDK available now in developer preview. Uh, so that uh, is going to be um, you know, you know, available now 
in that uh, in that preview um, section. So this was kind of you know mentioned back when we had the Google Meet API uh, being announced back in November uh, by November seventh, and also through the um, kind of the, the changes here, we'll see some things uh, like you know Atlassian, uh, Figma, Lucid, all these other kind of third-party apps. Uh, you know, kind of having built upon upon this here to give us some stuff to uh, to see as this rolls out. Uh, so as we see the developer uh, preview here, uh, some add-ons can only be deployed within your domain and are only going to be accessible when using Google Meet on the web. So a little bit of limitation in terms of how this is going to be available and um, possible for you to use. Uh, but in those coming months, uh, the Meet add-on SDK for Android and iOS will expand these capabilities to mobile form factors as well. So keep uh, keep an eye out for those updates as that continues to evolve. Uh, Rollout pace for this one is available now uh, in the in the developer preview program. So go and check that out if you want to start creating those uh, creating those applications and use cases for you. Um, all right, uh, kind of kind of complementary to to that. Oh, so so let me see here. I think I just clicked on. on sorry, clicked on the old update here. Let me close that window. Uh, next one here, more Meet stuff. Holly uh, Camera is going to be, be bringing continuous framing to Google Meet Series One room kits. Uh, so this is where we'll start to see that adaptive framing that we talked about a while back uh, coming to the uh, the room kits here. So, in part of this uh, this change into the uh, into the rooms, uh, there's also some other things that are, that are happening. So there's an updated camera control tab on the touch controller to display all the framing options available in those meeting room devices, and a lot which allows users to toggle between them. Uh, also, uh, they've uh, they've moved the camera self view from the manual control component on the touch controller to the TV monitor display for kind of a little bit more optimal placement there. And, and then also with the meeting spaces becoming more diverse, uh, the display in the most common accessible interface, uh, this, you know, to, to, for all meeting participants. So, uh, and then finally, uh, we have the, uh, the change from the home button in the manual control to reset to default. So a little bit uh, different uh, views in there and kind of the, the, you know, the, the menu icons there. Uh, rollout for this one started on the 11th of December, and that was on a gradual rollout up to 15 days for visibility for both uh, scheduled domains and rep release domains. And of course, available just to those with uh, Google Meet Series 1 room kits. Uh, next, you can now start to record and share your name pronunciation across Google Workspace products. So this is going to you know, make it a lot more easy for users to uh, pronounce and understand how your name is said. So you'll start to see a, uh, you know, a play button icon next to the name as someone hovers over your, you know, profile card or as you hover over someone else's and you'll be able to click play on that and then listen to how the pronunciation of your name is, uh, is meant to be said. So if you are particular about, about that, and want to you know allow users to understand a little bit more about how to pronounce the name, feel free to record that, and then uh, that will start to show up in your profile. 
this uh, this update here also started out on the 11th of December on an extended rollout, a little bit longer than 15 days for uh, visibility on that for both rapid release and scheduled release domains. Uh, this is, uh, it looks like it's going to be available to, to most SKUs here, but there are a few that it won't be available to. So just uh, those that it won't be available to will be Workspace Education Fundamentals, Education Standard, Education Plus, and the Teaching and Learning Upgrade customers. I can imagine why they are not doing it uh, for those SKUs, because I can just only imagine how many students and children might record names uh, in you know in in their voice, which actually isn't their name, <laughs> and is some silly, funny, or you know, kind of maybe rude uh, a name. Uh -huh. so sort of, you know, what do you want to call rude, me? Like crude, yeah, yeah, lewd. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like they're, they're de delaying that rollout um, probably inevitably, or you know, with some additional controls well, perhaps in place in the future. You know, it's like I just, yes, I, no. I I mean, like, if I recall correctly, um, the Putting your uh, pronouns is also not available for education, that, right? That was, not, and that's right. very puzzling. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's know. very bizarre because well, I, I would expect it to start there. Well, not for for younger children. Just given like all that, I see so much stuff with Fine, parents, but like, for saying, but oh, EDU you is colleges as well. Well, right, and yes. those are some of the largest. Yeah, workspace customers, yeah. even if they're not paying for it, which I imagine many of yeah. them are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because if you could just do higher ed and lower ed, that possibly could be yeah. segmented there. True. But I can see why, like, you know, K-12. Oh, is for kids, for sure. For that. sure. <laughs> yeah. My name is Fluffy Potato Pants. And I am a dog cat <laughs> pronoun. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, next up to here, uh, some... Uh, more easy access to people, documents, building blocks, and more in docs. So there is a um, little bit pause also, a little update here, because this came out on the 11th of December. And then we had a little subsequent update here on the 14th of December that they paused relative for this feature with the evaluate the performance and quality as they will uh, kind of continue to update and uh, provide more uh, you know, info as they resume the rollout there. So... Uh, this is something that um, you know, users would uh, kind of be able to see a, let's say, moving a blank line with your doc, you're going to see an add button there with, a, with the option to select and then search and insert the smart chips uh, for all those different kind of uh, options there. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know why the performance on this would have been uh, that, I don't know, that, that bad. Although one thing I have started noticing so about smart chips is that menu is getting to be pretty long and <laughs> like it's extensive now. You know, when you start to do an at symbol in docs, it's like that list is, you know, getting long. It used to just be like, you, you know, ever just, done a slash and notions? Oh, really? Is there a lot? <laughs> no, I don't use notion. Yeah, but... it's pages and pages of scrolling of options. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like well, right now, yeah, I mean, there's just like, you know, drop down, there's people, then there's smart trips, date, stopwatch, timer, task, variable, voting chip, placeholder chip. Then you got the meeting notes. So the ones that I use the most is email draft, right? And meeting notes. And those are now all the yeah, way down at the bottom. Notes. Those are all down at the bottom now. <laughs> like I can't, I have to Well, you start down. typing meeting notes and it, it pops up. Yeah, doesn't it? I know. But if I just, I just want to like, like type at and then click on it, like that's kind of what I was, I'm used to before. <laughs> and now I got to scroll down. Like I can't even. 
I can't even have like a full, like my 43 inch screen doesn't even allow that menu to expand long enough where I can even see it. It stops right at the <laughs> top of building blocks. So, well, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I feel like there'll be a redesign of that menu at some point in the future. That's probably what will happen. Likely. There. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I've talked about the roll of pace here, but it's all been paused. So I would just say keep an eye out for subsequent updates on when this is going to be uh, rolled out. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, uh, just, you know, have a look at all the, uh, the, the, the updates that are being released. Uh, next update is the uh, ability to excuse assignments in Google Classroom. So this is part of all the, you know, the expansion of the grading systems for Classroom. Uh, there's now an additional feature here for teachers uh, to give them a little bit more flexibility when it comes to grading for assignments and classwork. So starting on Tuesday this week, uh, or sorry, Tuesday last week, uh, teachers can start to mark an assignment for a particular student as excused instead of giving it a 0 to 100 score. So that will start to exclude the particular assignment from the student's overall grade, and it will you know, kind of not um, negatively impact them as much if they, you know, as they previously probably had to, you know, give them either, you know, some grade level there or some number there, 0 to 100, right? Uh, so now they can just be excused. I'm shocked that this has not been a feature up until now. I mean, yeah. I don't know anything really when it comes to uh, excusing and grading, and I'm not a teacher by any well, stretch of the imagination, but I would really feel like, I would think that this should have been in there for I don't know. I mean, quite I don't, some time now. I mean, I don't remember getting any assignments excused from when I was in school either. Either I did I it or I did it. it and if I, you know, if I didn't do it, I got a zero. That's kind of what happened. I don't remember getting right. excused for anything, but uh, this, you know, clearly a nice feature. Um, so this has started to roll out on the 12th of December on a gradual rollout up to 15 days for visibility on both rapid release and scheduled release domains for those uh, customers with uh, Classroom and purchase Google, Google accounts leveraging Classroom. So available to everyone, really. Uh, next, we have an update here about YouTube videos. Uh, so there are now the now, there's now the introduction of interactive questions for YouTube videos on in YouTube in, sorry interactive questions for YouTube videos in Google Classroom. There we go. Uh, so edu educators can now turn on any uh, YouTube video into an interactive lesson by asking questions for students to answer throughout the video, and this will kind of just make things a little bit more interactive and intuitive uh, when you are you know, using videos within the classroom environment. So they'll be able to uh, kind of start to use this uh, pretty much right now as that rolled out on the 12th of December on a full rollout up to 12 to 15 days, or sorry, on a full rollout with one to, one to three days uh, for visibility on both rapid release and scheduled release domains. And as an admin, it uh, looks like you have to uh, turn this on as an administrator to allow these additional services here for educators. So uh, keep that in mind and have a look at that and see if your teachers can start to uh, leverage this new feature. Uh, so you need to enable that for them. All right. Uh, next, we have another update to Google Chat. Uh, so this is the introduction of the Bitbucket app to Google Chat. 
So this is going to be some, you know, more third-party applications, leveraging those APIs to be able to, you know, to do things a little bit more seamlessly within the uh, the chat environment there. Uh, so for those of you, probably I mean, most of you probably know what Bitbucket does. Uh, it is just like GitHub, uh, kind of for you know code-based uh, push-pull, uh, you know, CI/CD type of uh, environment. And this is, you know, Atlassian's version uh, of that. So I think we talked about Atlassian coming out uh, with some some things in the previous, uh, you know, uh, announcement here early in the episode. Uh, but this one here uh, will be a feature that is going to be available to now, uh, available now for all users. And this is something that users can. Uh, start to leverage if admins have enabled it by going to the uh, you know install Google Chat applications and finding Bitbucket there for Google Chat and uh, taking advantage of that new integration. And then last but not least, we have profile discovery, uh, which is going to be a new setting here in the admin console to allow your users to display basic information only in search results. And this is going to be something that is available in, in a public uh, open beta here. Uh, so if you uh, are curious about this one, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit curious about this one. Is what I, I guess what I want to say, <laughs> because right now I, you know, I'm using a, um, I, guess, I don't know if it's a, a features, a, you know, functionality of, of, of Google chat, for example, to try to figure out, you know, email addresses of people. If I don't know exactly what their email is, right? I'll know the person's name. I'll know, you know, generally the company's format of their emails. And I can start typing in an email address and then within Google chat, and then I'll start to see, you know, oh, uh, if I get the email correct, it'll pop up with uh, an, a logo of the person, you know, an image of the person or additional information of that person. So I'm curious to know if this is a setting that might prevent that from happening moving forward, uh, because I have definitely, uh, you know, enjoyed using this feature uh, up until now. So hopefully that that does not change functionality of, you know, trying to guess people's Google email addresses. And uh, I'm going to change your title to Steve Larson, investigative emailer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what kind of impact that might have if you want to toggle that off and uh, allow users to kind of control that visibility to their profiles. Uh, so this is a feature that will be off by default. Uh, it will need to be turned on at the domain OU or group level if you're an admin, and uh, and then that'll allow your users to then you know make that adjustment uh, within their profile information under uh, you know the personal info profiles and manage your profile discovery settings. I thought you know that this was always somewhat available already. Uh, you know there was there's you know there's certain fields and information that you can say as an end user, you know, display this information only within your organization or publicly. Uh, so I guess this is, you know, going a little bit step further and looking at uh, the, the overall profile information in general and, yeah. you know, control. There's a lot of security around yeah. the like right. sharing availability of your calendar, right. for example, if people can see your events or just see that it's busy, yeah. that kind of a thing. Yeah. So yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And that rollout also started on the 12th of December. Uh, that is on a gradual rollout up to 15 days for visibility for both rapid release and scheduled release domains. And this is available to all workspace customers. All right. Well, that was, that was the last, that was the last update that, uh, that's it. Has, that was it. 
then uh, I don't have any news for everyone, but Christian Newman brought this to our attention, uh, that he still wasn't seeing the chat bubbles rolling out to everybody yet, and it turns out they paused the rollout for this as well for the same reason, to evaluate performance and quality. So they'll provide an update once the rollout resumes. Stay tuned to the Workspace Updates blog for uh, for more information on that, I suppose. And stay tuned for the episode that we did with Christian, which I did promise a couple of weeks ago or a while ago. I'm going to try and get that out this week. Um, sorry, Christian. It's been a while. Some of the stuff in there, some of the references we make may not be as, uh, as recent as... Um, they would have been if I had published it right away, but uh, time permitting. So hopefully we'll get that. But that's a wrap. That's uh, da, 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 that's all, folks, right? <laughs> um, like I said, please, you know, first of all, we appreciate you listening to us every week. We don't want you to go away. Don't hit the unsubscribe button. Uh, stay subscribed. Hit subscribe. There's more coming from Tab Geeks in general, as well as, I'm sure, more coming from us in yeah. one manner or another. Um, one fashion or another, just have to figure that out. So help us do that. You know, brand send out this, we want to hear from you kind of a thing at the end of the year. I guess that's what we're doing here. Let us know how we can improve the show, redo the show, change things on the show. Um, how best to educate and entertain and be with you throughout the year. So thank you, Steve. Good show. As right. uh, they say in radio, in showbiz, and uh, I guess uh, signing off for now. Happy New Year, everyone. Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Happy holidays, etc. And uh, we'll see you next time on Workspace Recap.